This is Serving Stories, a podcast by Serve the City. Hi, I'm your host, Ani Deal, and I'm here to present a special edition of the podcast as a response to the ongoing coronavirus situation. And I'm sitting here with founder and CEO of Serve the City International, Carlton Deal. Hi, Carlton. Hi, Ani. So we're here because we wanted to talk a little bit more about what Serve the City is doing and how Serve the City is experiencing uh, what's happening at the moment in terms of the coronavirus around the world. And being that Serve the City is active all over the world, I'm sure that it must be experienced in different ways in different places. Um, I'm just wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about, um, yeah, about the situation as it currently is. Yeah, thank you so much, Ani. And um, when you say sitting here, of course, we're not sitting together in the way that we would have expected to be, as um, as I'm uh, with my wife, Shannon, here in the U.S. Um, we were completing a trip in the U.S., planning to be back in Brussels um, with, our, uh, with our team leaders, but unable to return because of the coronavirus. So it's impacting, of course, all of us around the world in our, in our travels and our, and our way of being. And um, thanks for asking about Serve the City. It's, we, we've had many conversations with our leaders around the world, and I really wanted, we, we put out a letter, it's on our website, um, and the letter um, both addresses the, um, let's say, the caution, the precaution side of uh, relationship to the coronavirus, uh, but also the, um, I don't know what word to use, maybe opportunity, but I'll explain what I mean. Um, of course, it's it, unexpected and unprecedented, and um, and our countries have called us to, um, you know, something we refer to as lockdown, um, but but people's needs continue, and this has been our concern with Serve the City, that um, all the needs that we were addressing previously are still out there, um, as well as far more needs um, on behalf of, of people. And of course, we also like to support and encourage all city services and all city partners like police and um, fire departments and, and so on. And, um, and of course, our, our hearts are drawn now to healthcare workers. Um, so in part, in Serve the City, we are, of course, telling all of our city leaders um, to cancel you know, face-to-face interaction, the kind of projects that would send us into um, uh, centers where there are vulnerable people, elderly people. Um, I mean, normally we would love to be one-on-one, face-to-face with people in need, uh, but we just can't do that. So, um, and then of course, keeping our, our ourselves clean, washing our hands and keeping our surfaces clean and, and maintaining social distancing, all these things, of course, that the government has required. Um, but then trying to think creatively, like what what is it that we can do? How can we realize, okay, people's, I mean, maybe meetings are canceled, maybe events are canceled, but people's needs aren't canceled. You know, they still exist. But also compassion doesn't have to be canceled. Um, how can we be people of compassion in creative ways? And it has seemed to us that in this moment, we're offered one of two options, more or less. Well, life offers us two options. One option is live your life as you want, you know, live your life in freedom, Um, go out. That may or may not include volunteering. And then in this particular coronavirus crisis, well, we cannot live our lives the way we want. Um, We have to be more cautious, more careful. 
and uh, and we're on lockdown. But we think we can be people of a third option uh, or a third way, and that is to be creative. So that, that's what we're putting a lot of effort and energy into is creative ideas for how to serve people in need in the midst of this crisis. I'd really love to hear more, actually, about what that, uh, what that looks like in practice. Do you have any stories that you'd like to share or ideas that you'd like to, um, to put out there of what creative ways people can serve or are serving currently during this time of crisis when we do have to maintain these certain rules and of social distancing? Yeah, one thing that we uh, just launched yesterday is uh, some kind of social media um, kindness challenge. We had already decided for 2020, for 2020, that our theme would be kindness starts with me. Um, and now that we're in the coronavirus crisis and we're trying to encourage people to be creative, like, okay, let's see what that message can look like. So um, one of our leaders in Maastricht in the Netherlands, uh, her name is Greet, um, she and her, well, her son Thomas, who's two years old, actually, I had a a lovely little chat with Thomas yesterday. Um, hello, and what's your name, and how old are you? These kinds of things. Anyway, Thomas had drew um, a picture and wanted to drop it off at one of the um, elderly homes that they would normally go visit um, as volunteers in a personal way. So we just, you know, the video shows him just like dropping it through the letterbox um, so that it could be delivered to, to people there at the center. Um, so it's just a very simple ac- action, that uh, safe action that uh, Greet and her son Thomas took. And we, we launched that on social media and we said, okay, here's, here's one thing that one person did. Now what can you do? So we gave this kind of kindness challenge. Well, the kindness challenge came to me. Um, so the previous day, I was asked by my father-in-law uh, to help him in his garden. Not much of a gardener myself, more of an urban dweller. But, uh, you know, I can uh, wield a rake and a shovel. So we're out uh, kind of digging up some weeds so that he can plant something into this area of his garden. And, uh, and of course, it gave us a chance for some conversation, some, uh, you know, strengthening our, our friendship and relationship um, with safe social distancing, you know. So I posted that on my Facebook and then tagged some other friends like Alfredo in Portugal and Alan in, uh, in Ireland and others and said, right, what's, you know, now it's your kindness challenge. So here's, it's just an example of trying to go viral, but it's funny as we were talking about going viral, we thought, you know what, are we ever going to use that word again? Like all of the words that we tend to use for things that spread are now very negative words like viral, or maybe something we would say is contagious or maybe something becomes infectious. And, you know, we, we of course knew the negative meaning of those words previously, but used them indiscriminately. I just don't know if we will want to use those words like that anymore. So our Serve the City communications team was trying to think, right, what's another word we could use than viral? So we came up with the word, we made it up, no idea if it's going to stick, uh, thrival. So we're encouraging people to do creative, safe things that can go thrival. And as we looked up the word thrive in a variety of other languages, it often had the connotation of prosperity or even blooming. So in our minds, while we were thinking about kindness thriving, even in the midst of a coronavirus crisis, we're thinking of, we're picturing um you know, a garden that blooms like a garden of kindness. And, you know, you can see this not just through Serve the City, but the uh, these uh, 
these uh, songs that people will sing from their balconies, you know, in Italy. And I know this also happened in Poland, and I've seen that it's happened in Belgium too, national songs or folk songs at a certain time. I've also seen um, in Belgium, at least, there's a certain time of the day, I think it's 8 p.m., when people are invited to, to open their windows or doors and just clap uh, for healthcare workers, you know, to applaud those who are serving. And in fact, we have a list that we've put together of 20 uh, creative ways um, of, of serving. I could, I could share some of those with you if you like. I, I would love to, and I can attest to the 8 p.m. clapping um, to all of the health workers because I participated in it myself last night being here in Brussels. And it is a, a strangely unifying moment that you have with, with different people that you can see in their windows uh, uh, down the street and just this sense of being part of something um, and together giving thanks, actually, for, um, for these people's work, which is literally saving people's lives yeah. um, and giving hope. Uh, yeah. And it feels really beautiful. And even just this, this garden metaphor that you have uh, just makes me think back to the kindness action that you yourself um, partook in with helping your mm. father-in-law, my grandfather, mm -hmm. in the garden and planting seeds of kindness, mm, you know, mm. being preparing the ground to plant seeds of kindness. Mm. Um, so yes, please, I'd love to hear some more creative ways that you came up with in this 20 point list of, uh, mm. of ideas that people could maybe take on themselves. Mm. Yeah, and in fact, one more point about the garden. Um, as, as we were gardening and, and kind of trying to pull up weeds, um, I had I had a thought, and I don't know if this thought is important or relevant or, you know, even spiritual, um, spiritually important in a sense. That um, you know, what what was our little project? It was to pull up weeds so that good things, beautiful things, could grow. And I asked him, "What are you going to plant in this garden?" And he said, "You know what? I am going to scatter seeds for wildflowers to grow." And I thought, that's amazing. Um, and I had this picture of just a little bit kind of, yeah, random, indiscriminate sowing of wildflower seeds. And then the beauty that would come from that. And in order for that to be beautiful, you got to pull you got to pull out the weeds first. And maybe there is something to this coronavirus season for all of us of reassessing in our own lives, hey, where, where have I allowed weeds to grow up? You know, in my own thinking, my own way of being, um, my relationships, like I can pause, I can reflect and actually use this time to, to pull some weeds out and then um, and sow, these, sow then these seeds of, uh, you know, of, of generosity, of beauty, of, of kindness, um, you know, the things that serve the city values. I can definitely see that as a potential opportunity, as you put earlier, um, of this time, of being able to take the personal time of reflection and, and go within it and look at, um, at ourselves and what is present in our lives mm. um, and, to, and to assess, like, what, what do we want to carry forward with us? What do we want to bloom in the next season, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. especially as we go into spring? Yeah, yeah, perfect, yeah. 
Well, I'll read a few from this list. Um, but as I do, I just want to point out that um, we at Serve the City, we don't want to just be list makers. You know, I recognize that, that we could spit out any number of beautiful ideas, you know, for things to do. And then we could just be those people who generate good ideas. You know, that's not what we're trying to do. What we're trying to do is take action. And so um, we're encouraging our city leaders um, and volunteers in each of in each of our cities to report like, OK, I tried that, you know, and this is what happened. Um, this is the uh, this is the impact, you know, of trying out that idea or I tried that and it wasn't effective. Instead, I tried this so that we continue to add to the list of creative ideas. But but we populate um, the list actually with action um, and with uh, inspiring stories um, and, and many of these you might have already thought of, um, but phone, phone calls um, to check in on the health and well-being of elderly people that you know, could be family members. Um, we, uh, we know some friends have made a, uh, a list, uh, a, little, a little note that they can drop in their neighbor's letterboxes that just says, how can I help you? Uh, we have some friends with uh, with something called neighborhood transformation that encourage us to think about our neighbors in the in the shape of kind of a tic tac toe game. Do you know, remember tic tac toe? There's like a, you put yourself in the center, um, and then imagine these uh, eight other neighbor, eight other nearest neighbors. So could you take some initiative, perhaps, with the eight neighbors nearest you in your little uh, your little neighborhood tic tac toe? game. Um, also contacting the staff of children's homes, um, writing some cards, like I mentioned the card that, uh, that, Thomas, uh, that Thomas drew. Um, one of our projects has decided rather than, it's very simple, but rather than going and volunteering face-to-face, they just now hold that volunteering opportunity online. So they're normally at a refugee center on a Wednesday night. So rather than be there in person, they're using Zoom or Skype or something, and they're still spending personal time with the people that they were serving. Um, somebody else has said hold online music classes or language classes, um, and so on. Um, actually, one other idea I'll mention before, before I stop is care for the common space. Um, we've noticed this often in projects um, where we send volunteers that um, let's let's say in a even a very informal um, housing situation like a squat, um, people might take care of their own room, um, but the common space is a disaster. And uh, or even in our own apartment buildings, um, you know, may, maybe the common spaces are not cared for because people think, well, I'll just take care of my own space. So if we can step out a little bit and clean, help clean the common spaces, we think that could also be a good idea. But those are, those are some ideas that we've had. I think those are great ideas that we can start enacting and then and even developing upon in our own situation uh, that we find ourselves in around us. It makes me, makes me think about the time that I spent yesterday afternoon uh, reorganizing and rearranging the kitchen of the, of the house that I'm living in at the moment and um, creating some order and, mm. and, uh, and, yeah, respecting the common space mm-hmm. that we are all sharing, especially as we are 
going to be in this common space more often now and mm. uh, learning to um, to deal with with things in that way. Um, yeah. So I was wondering before we before we sign off if you would have uh, what message of hope you would like to leave listeners in this time. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I really think that hope is a, is a critical uh, let's call ourselves hope deprived, you know, at the moment. Um, we are we are st- starving for hope and our hearts are drawn to any good news stories you know that that give us a sense of hope so I would say um, you know reach out to us at serve the city you can send an email to hello at serve the city.net um, you could find us on on Facebook or Instagram um, we would love to hear any stories that you're encountering of hope being shared. Um, and then we would like to, 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 to share these stories more broadly. But I will just mention one last thing that gave me hope this morning. Um, yesterday, I, I sent a message to one of our city leaders in Italy. And of course, Italy is just, just heart-wrenching to see what's happening there. Um, I saw an image today of five, five doctors, five more doctors in Italy who've lost their lives because they were fighting the coronavirus. It's just heartbreaking. And I reached out to the city leader and I said, look, i got to be honest with you. I am praying for a miracle. Like, I would just love to see something happen that none of us could expect where this virus just comes to a stop. And maybe people would see miracles in their own lives, which would be great. And then they would help them to, to know that they're loved and they're cared for. But of course, it would be amazing to see some sort of, you know, sweeping, sweeping miracle. It would just be beautiful for all of us. And he messaged me back today, and he said, "Well, here's uh, here's our miracle." And he shared with me the um, the photo of his um, yet unborn child. They just discovered that his wife is pregnant, and uh, so he had an ultrasound, and uh, and they're expecting a little girl, I think, in September. So it was fun to see that, you know, that miracle and that sense of hope in life um, in the context of things that we're all we're all struggling with. That absolutely embodies embodies hope. The the image of a unborn child it already gives this idea of a future mm. and um, possibility and um, all like all ways that are open to uh, mm. <laughs> to this future mm. future human being <laughs> 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 or current and. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. thank you so much for sharing um, mm-hmm. what's happening with Serve the City and how things are um, evolving and um, how Serve the City is still taking a, a leading role in encouraging people during these times, which is so important, as you say, for us to keep this sense of hope um, and and to spread that hope. Like, let's, let's go mm-hmm. thrival with, uh, <laughs> let's go with thrival. kindness, with hope, <laughs> with compassion. Um, let's go thrival. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Carlton. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today on Serving Stories. If you want to find out more about Serve the City and how to get involved in a project near you, go to servethecity.net. And on May 9th is going to be the Global Volunteer Day. If you want to register your city for creative volunteering opportunities please go to the website and do so now. We're hoping to get people all around the world in all time zones volunteering in creative ways 
and we hope that you will join. Thank you.